Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. And students, we are back with our second episode of this week, joined once again by a good friend and our guest, Ryan Latham from Renewed Leadership. Ryan, so many good comments on what you shared earlier this week. Excited to have you back. Students, if you didn't pick up the episode of Ryan uh, in the beginning of the week, you should go back and check that one out. But Ryan, you're from the great state of Oklahoma. That's like the college football capital of the world or something like that. I don't know, but we're glad to have you with us again. <laughs> thank you so much, guys, for having me. And students, thank you for joining us again. Uh, so excited that you have chosen to invest in yourself. It's the best investment you could ever make. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't agree more there, Ryan. Now, I'm going to ask you again one of my questions here, a little bit less weird than last time. We're going to take it back a notch because we started off strong. But here's what I want you to imagine for a moment. So uh, for, whatever, for whatever reason, you're able to see into your future and you know exactly when you're going to have your last meal here on earth before you go and be with Jesus. What would you want to be in your last meal before you go to heaven? Oh, that's super easy, man. I'm originally from Southern California and I live in Oklahoma. So if you know, you know what I'm talking about. My last meal is going to be an in and out meal. So we're talking about a double double. We're going animal style fries and what the heck? It's my last day. Let's even go with a Dr. Pepper. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. There. Let's Calories go. don't matter at this point. Calories don't matter. Gil, I just want to say I appreciate you like balancing the theology of your icebreaker questions. Like we started with the question about music in hell, and now we're talking about last meal that you eat before you go to heaven. So yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> All right, Ryan, man, you're here to not just talk about In-N-Out Burgers, right? Um, free marketing for them, but you're here to talk leadership with us. So but you had a really great thought for us early in the week. What's, that, what's another one? What's another leadership thought you have for students listening this morning? Here it is. You, your efforts and your habits compound daily. Let me say that again. Your efforts and your habits compound daily. And small, small investments over time will have a much bigger effect than one large investment. So you need to watch what are you compounding daily. So let me let me let me give you an illustration here. So if I, Aaron, if I if I offered you, uh, let's say a million dollars in cash right now, or a penny that compounds doubles every day for the next thirty days, which one do you want? Well, I know the right answer is penny, <laughs> but I really want but the million dollars. 
right in the moment, right. you don't want to, right? right? Right, you don't want to, but you know the right answer is the penny, right? Because, you know, it's the example. But let me tell you what that penny happens, okay? So a lot of us want the, want the million because we can go out and buy that Porsche. We can go buy, you know, whatever that is. For me, it's going to be that Tesla, right? So, uh, but, but the penny, let me tell you what happens to this penny. On day one, you've got what? A penny, right? Day two, you've got two pennies, right? On day five, you've got 16 cents. Woohoo! You're stoked on life, right? You are 16 days in, your friend has a million dollars and you have 16 cents. On day 10, now you finally have $5.12. On day 20, you're talking about day 20, three weeks into this thing, you only have $5,243. But then on day 25, let me tell you, day 25, you're at $167,750. It's feeling better now. <laughs> you feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. your friend now has probably his like his own Porsche. He's probably got his own yacht. He's like rolling and you still only have $100,000, right? Day 28, it starts getting good. You're finally at $1 million. Day 28, you finally broke a million then day 29 you're at 2.5 or 2.6 million and then finally on day 30 you are at 5,368,709 dollars right but it took you 30 days to finally get there but on day 30 you almost doubled or you sorry you way surpassed it your friend that chose the million dollars right here right now problem is that we live in a microwave world where we want it right now but your your efforts will compound over time and so you got to choose your day your daily habits john maxwell says it this way you will never change your life until you change something you do daily the secret of your success is found in your daily routine what are you doing every day to get up and get going so good. Oh, that's so good. And wow. this is very timely to be talking about finances because I was talking with my financial guy about Roth IRA stuff and I'm I'm 31, but they, they were like, you should have done this at 25 because here's all the money you would have made because of compound interest. Now I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit like, yeah, I actually I really should have done that when I was 25. But tell us tell us in, in, the, in the Bible here, where do you see this being exemplified really well or maybe not being followed really well? Well, uh, I'm going to start in the Old Testament uh, with kind of an abstract verse here. It's uh, Proverbs 18, 16. It says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Look, just be faithful with your gift that you've been given. Be faithful with God has put in your heart, in your passion. And then we see in the New Testament, right? Uh, it says that if you've been faithful with little, we'll make you faithful of much, right? And so you've got to be faithful with that little thing that you've been given right now. What is it, student, that your youth pastor is asking you to do that maybe you overlooked and say, well, that's not that big a deal? Running lights, uh, entering the song lyrics into ProPresenter, uh, stacking the chairs, making sure the chairs are straight. Maybe it's doing, uh, you know, a, a silly game, but doing it with passion. Maybe it's doing the announcements. Maybe it's opening a door, holding a sign out in the parking lot when it's freezing cold saying, we, we're excited that you're here. Are you being faithful with that? Are you being faithful with that, with passion, energy, the same passion, the same energy as if you were preaching or leading worship? Because if you won't do it there, why would we give you the opportunity to do it in this other spot? So what are you doing with what you've been given? And what has God called you to do? What are you being faithful to with your gifts, right? The gift will make room for you. So begin to use your gifts in different areas at school, at home, in your youth ministry, in the community, 
You start using it. Don't wait for this big, grandiose moment. Use your gifts right where you're at, right here, right now. Even if you're in sixth grade, begin to use it. If you're a senior, use it. Use your gifts, and it'll open up doors for you. Man, it's such a good topic. I, I'm like, I feel like I'm so passionate about this at this season of my life, but wishing that when I was a student, I could have seen it more clearly, right? As I, because I think especially in our culture today, it's you, you won't. It's, it's everything you're saying, Ryan. We want immediate results. We want immediate gratification. I post something on Instagram. I want to know immediately that, you know, it's made a difference or the people like it. And same thing is true with habits. Like, we'll, like we'll, we'll start a new year. We'll try to find a new habit or two that we want to add to our schedule. And then I want to see immediate results right away. And then when I don't, I give up, right? So I'm imagining, Ryan, you probably are thinking of um, a student, you know, from one of your youth ministries or someone that you've been coaching and developing as a leader that's been living out this principle. So Tell us a little bit about them. Give us a story that will just encourage us to like hold fast and stick with it. Yeah. So I had uh, this this student that was in college helping us out, and uh, you know even before that he was in the youth ministry. But my time with him was in college. But before that, you know he was in the student ministry, just being faithful. And he's this big, you know, kind of goofy guy, um, and uh, was was always wanting to be a middle school pastor. Okay. Now I pray for him because he wanted to be a middle school pastor. But <laughs> right. uh, uh, you know, and, and so but he would keep volunteering in kids ministry. And uh, the kids loved him. I mean, just ate him up. And they'd come flocking when this guy would walk down the hall. And um, and I just said, you know, just be faithful, keep serving. He's like, man, but I want to be a middle school pastor. And so um, he, he became, I began, brought him on the team and said, hey, why don't you just oversee middle school? And uh, he was doing that. And But he kept serving in kids ministry. And kids loved him. He'd get on stage and just be, you know, just awesome. Uh, people in our church began to bring him in for their like kids parties to like entertain the kids and he loved it and one day I pulled him aside and I said I won't tell you his name but I said look you could be a good middle school pastor or I believe if you just keep doing what you're doing you will be a nationally recognized kids pastor you gotta decide and uh, so he just kept faith faithful. He got opportunities to speak at this local school. Um, and then uh, someone saw him there and they asked him to come speak at this uh, kids ministry uh, camp in our in our area. And he was just faithful to keep doing these things. And um, long story short, now he's uh, a nationally recognized children's pastor. Again, I won't tell you his name, but he's, I mean, almost lots and lots of churches watch him on video every single week. But he's still, check this out, so he's, he's, he's pretty much in, I mean, he's in thousands of churches every single Sunday through video, right? But he's still faithful to serve his local church every single week as a local children's pastor. He was just faithful. He was just faithful. Look, he wanted to be a middle school pastor. He saw a great fruit in kids ministry and he just said man that's where God's opening up the door God's moving I'm going to go in line with where God's calling me to do uh, I thought it was middle school but man it's actually kids ministry and he began to just open up and be faithful 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 one speak opportunity at our church another one at a school another one at a local camp and then boom he's on the national stage every single week now so just be faithful with those little things look our, our call is to plant seeds our call is just to be faithful. 
God will open up the door in yeah. His timing so for good. what you what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Now, now, I guess one give us give us just a quick thought on this, but you know, I think this is a really good day thirty kind of you know scenario when the money's already compounded. But students might be looking here, like saying, "Well, I have two pennies, or I have four pennies. I don't know where to like invest this money." What's just something simple that a student can do to like go from day three to day four with this scenario? Yeah, and, and that's that's what's hard, right? I mean, like going back, Aaron, when I asked you, you want the million dollars or the penny, right? I mean, we all know the math, right? Like we know the math because we're in leadership. We've done that. We've done that illustration. But when you don't know, when the million dollars is right there or that penny, it's really hard. And we don't know what's going to happen. That's what's happened with with faith, right? Faith is, man, I'm just going to be faithful with what, what is right in front of me. I don't know what the end result is, but even if. Even if all I'm called to do is to continue to be faithful right here, and that's what you're called to do. So I would just say this is um, just be, be consistent with what's right in front of you. Just be consistent with what's right in front of you. What is the opportunities that are in front of you? Who's asking you to, to, to say say yes to opening doors? Say yes to greeting. Say yes to the, the opportunity to do announcements. Decide to do what's right in front of you. Let me let me read you this quote. Decide to make up in hard work and personal development to overcome anything, including your old self. Look, you might have some limiting beliefs in yourself. Well, oh man, I can't do that big call. I can't do that thing that God's calling me to do. No, no, no. Just be faithful with a small thing and keep working hard at it and developing it and developing it and getting better and refining it. So I would say this one thing too, is do something and then ask for some feedback from some people. How can I get better at that? Hey, how can I, how can I improve that? And then listen and get better at it. So that's what I would say. That's such a good word. I think that's so encouraging and so practical for students that are listening. And uh, Ryan, we're so excited. We're going to have you back one more time uh, on the podcast this week. Uh, Thanks for joining us again today. Um, Students, I hope this content has been helpful to you, inspiring, encouraging. you got some stuff that you can go put into practice uh, today. And if it has been, uh, please do us a favor. Share it with your friends on social media. And feel free to tag us at LTG Conference, or you can tag me at Aaron Holt. And you can find me at Gil. Now remember, students, you're called to lead your generation, and we encourage you, as always, to lead with passion for Christ and love for others.